What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. We're sorry to inform you of yet another delay. No, not the train this time. It's John. He's delayed getting his eyes tested. If he's accidentally sat in your lap, knocked over your suitcase, or kissed you instead of his wife, we can only apologize. John has now been informed that eye tests and glasses from the 69 euro range at Specsavers are free with PRSI or medical card. So there's no need to delay booking an appointment. Find out more at specsavers.ie. John, can you get off my lap? In recent days, temperatures have begun to drop and the weather has become noticeably colder. With the recent increased cost of energy bills, the days ahead will remain challenging for many. It's important we all stay warm and well through these colder periods. Support is available and there are a range of government measures to lessen the financial impact on households. If you're struggling with bills, support, information and advice is available through MABS, alone and the Commission for Regulation of Utilities. Be sure to check the information at gov.ie forward slash reduce your use. Brought to you by the Government of Ireland. Acast recommends podcasts we love. I'm Louise McSharry and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Catch Up with Louise McSharry. Each Friday, I'll do my best to catch you up on the week's news and culture from the lowest of brows to the relatively high. With the help of experts and relevant guests, I'll take you through the week's events and I'll be armed with recommendations too for books, telly and anything else that's impressed me. Check out Catch Up with Louise McSharry wherever you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including In the News from the Irish Times, Irish History Podcast, and the one you're listening to right now. This is the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast, episode 27, Be the Bamboo. Welcome to the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast, where it's all about using the power of your mind to create hope, health, and miracles on your fertility journey. And now your host, a dash of science and a heap of spirit, Dr. Maria Rothenberger. Hey, it's Maria Rothenberger here. Welcome to another episode of the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast episode 20 freaking seven. What? I can't even believe that. Um, yeah, lots of stuff going on in my head today. On a personal note, we are redoing some stuff in our new home. Well, new. We've been here since February. So we've been here six months and we are still working on one of the first big projects, which is um, a powder room downstairs. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I'm installing a penny floor. And I was noting that installing a penny floor is kind of, it's a lot like meditation. Glue, penny, glue, penny, glue, penny, over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> and I was like, hey, anyone want to like check that off your list and come help me? Um, it's turning out really, really cool. If you haven't uh, seen it on Instagram, check it out. And I'll post a 
a finished product as well. Um, on another personal note today, uh, I'm coming to you from Oregon, which is the West Coast of the USA. And it is, you know, this is, this is probably Oregon's best kept secret. And I probably shouldn't broadcast this all over because everyone will move here. Um, it is, you know, when we first moved here from the East Coast, people were like, why are you moving there? It rains all the time. And people don't really realize it is actually sunshiny all summer and beautiful and sometimes really freaking hot. So sh- just, just don't, don't spread that word. The rest of the podcast spread, but don't spread that word because <laughs> that'll be a giant influx into Oregon. Although, welcome. I'd love to hang out with y'all anyway. Um, anyway, so thinking about that heat, I called my husband today at, at work and I don't know if you guys know this, um, but New Jerseyans have this really thick accent. It's sort it's similar to New York and sometimes people can't tell the difference, but I can having lived there for a little while. Um, so, and also New Jerseyans and probably New Yorkers have these, these quips and these sayings that are absolutely hysterical, just cracks me up. So I call my husband today while he was at work and I asked, you know, yeah, just starting out the conversation. Hey babe, how you doing? He's like, how am I doing? I'm, I'm sweating my balls off over here. <laughs> so, sweating your balls off. Okay. Um, so yeah. So this is the way that uh, New Jerseyans talk. He's actually in construction. So he's outside all the time, no matter the weather. And it got me thinking, you know, in the winter, when it actually is raining all the time in Oregon, um, we complain about that. And we get upset about it being too cold and too windy and too rainy. And in the spring, it's the allergies. And in the fall, it's the dampness. And in the summer, it's it's too freaking hot. I'm sweating my balls off over here. So it got me thinking about cycles. And of course, what's inherent in the fertility world, cycles. It's all about cycles. And it took me back to my own process, my own fertility journey. And I call it a process. And it's not only a process to parenthood, but like um, a process of post-traumatic growth, as I've talked about before. A process of growth through having experienced shit, essentially. And I went back to my my anonymous blog. It's still, it's actually private at this point. Nobody can access it. But I was looking up some old posts and I came across one called Be the Bamboo, which of course is today's topic. And I just wanted to read it to you because it really speaks to challenging moments, challenging, challenging moments, like when it's a hundred thousand degrees outside and you're sweating your balls off or when as I actually, I was just about to hop on, um, garage band here and record my podcast and my dog started barking and I'm like, you know, I wonder if I should just leave that in there because that's one of those moments that I'm like, that happens. You know, like it happens and big things happen like failed cycles and loss of, of loved ones and loss of 
a baby, miscarriages, loss of healthy relationships, um, loss of sanity, really, big things happen when you're struggling with infertility. And little things happen too. Little things that maybe would have been a minor little abrasion in the past when you're dealing with trauma like infertility become pretty giant. But these these unexpected pains are difficult to manage. And that's where this topic, Be the Bamboo, comes from. Now, it might seem totally unrelated. <laughs> that's why I'm going to read this blog post to you. It's pretty short. Uh, so bear with me. This was written in, um, let's see, God, 2008, almost 10 years ago. And I don't know, not, I don't know how many of you know my story, but um, I had, I dealt with infertility for about six and a half years and um, went batshit crazy, really um, went pretty, pretty nuts and had to sort of reset myself. Um, and I did this through various means, but it really was a giant mindset change that took place. It, it reset everything. And there's a whole boatload of science out there that connects mind, body, spirit stuff. So that the way that you are thinking, the way that you are actually being, it's, it's a literal embodiment of that thing. So that every thought that you have, every emotion that you have has a physical representation. So what I'm talking about today is a mindset around handling really hard situations. So that's one little tiny corner of this big transformation that took place within me having, um, having gone through infertility specifically. So this really big struggle uh, really propelled me towards big change in my life. Um, and I hope the same for you too, which is why I call this the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast. It's way, way more than fertility. It's way, way more than achieving parenthood. It is uh, an entire lifestyle, entire um, spiritual, entire emotional, mental, everything, everything, big, big change. Can't cover that in one episode. <laughs> so let's just talk about this little tiny corner. So this blog post was written almost 10 years ago. And it starts like this. When I worked in the mortgage industry, I had the fortunate opportunity to work with a most wonderful loan officer, a gentle giant among type A narcissistic anxiety driven maniacs. CB was, and probably still is, a breath of fresh air. Ten years later, he probably still is. I distinctly remember one time when I was subbing for CB's loan processor that I screwed up on one of his loans. I can't remember the exact circumstances now, but being who I am, I promptly got up and went to tell him that I messed up. Expecting a lecture fraught with anger and loathing, or at the very least, a scowl, I was stunned into wide-eyed silence when CB turned to me and calmly said, well, it is what it is, and left it at that. 
the power of that statement is much more profound than the actual words. To be sure, it means various things to many different people. To me, it meant, it's not your fault. It just is. Wow. I'm currently reading The Way of the Fertile Soul by Randine Lewis. She gives many tools for diagnosing an emotional problem via the Tao. Literally means the way. A traditional Chinese way of being. Many blockages are identified via emotions like impatience, hatred, victimization, grief, low self-worth, etc. I've come to recognize that I have several of these emotions floating around in me. Namely, resistance, frustration, feeling powerless, fear, low self-worth. I don't feel victimized in the least. I feel my infertility is my fault. I did something in my life that caused me to be infertile. As a result, I'm pissed at myself. And I'm resistant to being gentle and compassionate with myself. Per the Tao, the only thing that is faulty is my thinking. Randine Lewis describes the workings of the world as just that, the workings of the world. I imagine CB would say, well, Maria, they are what they are. Randine also illustrates human nature within the workings of the world. She says, if you consider a rigid tree in the midst of a hurricane, you may see it snapping and falling over, causing more damage. Flexible trees like bamboo flow and move with the wind. Quote, because we cannot change or stop the wind, it's essential to move with the inevitable changes that blow through our lives. End quote. All those years ago, a gentle giant taught me a lesson, and only now am I beginning to utilize that teaching. The con thus continues my healing journey. I must not blame myself. Infertility is the wind, and I am the bamboo. So I share that with you today because that lesson has not stopped working its magic. I still move through life getting hit by the wind. Um, it's no longer infertility, but it is so many other things in life. Infertility was huge, obviously. And I know that you know that it's huge. I also know that you have other areas in your life that slam into you at times completely unexpectedly. And today is about being like the bamboo as opposed to being like that rigid tree that just gets snapped in two. I've used this analogy many times before. And if you've listened to this podcast or Beat Infertility, you've likely heard it before. Today, though, I'd like to get into uh, into the topic a little bit deeper, right? Just talk about some absolute details about how to do this. And today I'll be talking about five ways to do that. Um, by the way, uh, Randine Lewis, The Way of the Fertile Soul. Whoa, excellent freaking book. I still read it and reread it all the time as I'm helping coaching clients. Um, I will put it on the show notes in case you haven't picked it up or read it yet. It's very, very good. Um, all right. So you know what it's like to experience a shitstorm of negative something, right? You know what it's like to have something come to you in your life that is horrifying, if not 
you know, if it's, if not just annoying, it's absolutely devastating, right? And then everything in between. So what is the first thing that most of us do? In fact, it's still my, I don't know, sort of innate reflexive behavior to do this. I think it's just human. We resist. That's the first thing we do. No, 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 no. I can't handle this right now. Nope, this is not happening. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Right? So the first thing here is don't resist. I know. That's like really freaking super hard. I know. The analogy that I can use here, and I think I've probably used this before, is how um, when an intoxicated person is jolted somehow, like in a car accident, and they roll with it because they don't, their brain isn't working, essentially, at that time, right? So that speaks to human nature, right? Our brain is meant to keep us safe. So we reflexively put our arms out and our legs out and no, stop, stop, stop. Nope, that's not happening. Nope, we resist. Now, I'm not asking you to get all drunk so that you can't, <laughs> so that you don't resist. I'm not asking you to get intoxicated. I'm asking you to be intentional about not resisting. And that means, unfortunately, pain. It does mean pain. And P.S. You've proven that you can handle pain. Just by virtue of dealing with infertility, you've proven that. So the, the thing is, when we invite that pain into our lives and we simply be with it, Especially if you've been meditating for a while, um, it's it's easier to simply observe the pain rather than to be in it and all all up in its business, kind of dealing with the the extreme difficulty of experiencing emotional pain. But the cool thing is, when you stop resisting, the pain passes through faster. And when you think about it. I think this is hard for most people because especially when dealing with a with a therapist or a um, fertility coach that focuses on the emotional and psychological and spiritual well-being of somebody that we we think or that generally people think, well, I'm supposed to be thinking positive all the time or um, I should be doing blah, 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 all rainbows and unicorns and everything happy and lollipops. But that's just BS. That's absolutely untrue. What we're doing is honoring the crap and cultivating the positive. It's both. It's both at the same time. We are not resisting the negative anymore, and we are inviting and being intentional about more positive, if even neutral, ways of thinking rather than sitting in that soup of negativity all the time. So first thing is to not resist. Invite that in, and I know it's scary, Attempt to not resist. Be intentional about it. The second thing goes along right with inviting that pain in. The second thing is to feel the feels. Okay? So that means feel the shit, feel the crying, feel the anger, feel the frustration, feel the devastation. Feel it all. And if it's hard to just sit with it and just feel it, get it out somehow. And that means... Part three, step three of being the bamboo, cry, scream, run, (laughs) 
whatever it takes to get that energy out. Sometimes people feel pain and it sucks them dry of energy. So that means you would cocoon in some way. It could literally mean wrapping yourself up in a hammock or something, you know, just cocooning, getting into a safe, calm um, state. So all of these sort of run together. They're not individuated steps, right? They sort of bleed into one another. Don't resist feeling the feels, cry, scream, run, let that energy out in, some, in whatever way or the opposite, which might be a cocooning behavior. They all sort of relate and you'll, you'll continue to run around back and forth through all of these things because as you're feeling the feels, you're going to want to resist. As you're crying, screaming, sleeping, whatever, you're going to want to attempt to avoid the feels. I encourage you to be, in, uh, be aware of that and to be intentional about these steps. All right, so first, don't resist. Second, feel the feels. Three, do something about those feels, getting that energy out or cocooning in some way. Number four, intentionally notice the negative thinking that resurfaces because those thoughts will come back. They absolutely will. Here's what's common in infertility. Let's just say you had a failed cycle. Maybe I'm not meant to be a mom. Maybe I'm not meant to be pregnant. Maybe this isn't, maybe this is God's way of saying I'm unworthy. Maybe I did something bad in my past life. Maybe I shouldn't be, I shouldn't have taken so many birth control pills. Maybe because I was mean to so-and-so in the second grade, right? Man, can we beat ourselves up or what? There should be like some kind of competition for that shit. We are really good at it. Okay, I'm encouraging you to intentionally notice those thoughts. There's nothing to do about them right now. Just be intentional about noticing them. Once you notice them, it might be useful to write them down somewhere. This is a cool exercise. It would be really useful to write them down somewhere. Read through them as if you are a third party. So this is a great practice in observation, which is essential when you're learning how to live this way. You're observing what's happening. So you write down the negative thoughts and you read through them without owning them. You just read them. And then this part is really important. When, you read the, when you're reading through your negative thoughts, you're not attempting to... You're not attempting to trash them. You're not attempting to say, F you negative thoughts, you suck. You're not attempting that because the fact of the matter is your brain created these thoughts and your brain is something to honor because what your brain is trying to do when you are in this kind of mode is to protect you. That's all. So when you have these negative thoughts, it's all just your brain sending out some stress hormones to keep you safe. It's kind of weird, right? Because it feels like crap. So the cool thing is when you're able to remind yourself that you are actually safe, look around you, you are in a safe spot, you are in a potentially very calm spot, then you can be intentional about changing what's happening with your thoughts. So when you write them down, you honor them. 
you say, thank you, brain, for trying to keep me safe. I know that's what you're trying to do. And then you're not destroying, trashing, you're not doing anything like that. You're simply letting them go. You're just letting them go. If it does feel really good to you, you might consider, you know, like burning the paper or like shredding it or something like that. Maybe you literally bury it in the ground. Whatever that means to you. I like to put negative thoughts in a book somewhere and close that book, put it up on a shelf. They're still there. That's okay. And then eventually, actually, I've got gotten many journals that I've recycled through the years because um, I just am ready to let them go fully. Sometimes, though, we're not there. And so just hanging on to them, putting them on a, in a piece of paper or on a notebook or somewhere, and then like putting it up somewhere. So it's not in the forefront of your mind. It's still hanging out. That's okay. We're still going to honor the fact that your brain's trying to keep you safe, but you're putting them to this side. Okay. So don't resist. Feel the feels. Cry, scream, run. Do something with the feels. Intentionally notice the negative thinking that comes back. Honor that thinking and practice letting it go. And the last thing in order to practice being the bamboo is to take care of yourself. Ultimate, radical self-compassion. By the way, if you need help with cultivating self-compassion, there is a great meditation on my shop for that. So I suggest checking that out. I'll link to it as well on the show notes. So when you think about taking care of you, what do you think about? How do you self-soothe? Maybe it is a very active thing, like my Jersey husband gets on the motorcycle. That's how he takes care of himself. Goes for a ride, wind in his face, sound of the motorcycle, the smells, everything. That's his meditation. I actually do a very, um, you know, formal sitting meditation. Every, I have now reached the spot where I'm doing it, um, five out of seven days a week. So I'm reaching my goal. We're always striving, right? Always striving for even better, fine tuning. And sometimes I'll go without med. I'll just fall completely off the bandwagon. Meditation don't care. It's just waiting. It's just hanging out saying, come on back. I'm here. I'm here when you're ready without judgment. So I do a formal sitting meditation. Um, by the way, another great resource is an app called Insight Timer. It's, I'm not an affiliate at all. I don't get anything. Um, for referring you guys to Insight Timer. It's just really freaking good. I suggest checking it out. I'll also add that to the show notes for you. Um, so there are, there's a timer there, obviously Insight Timer. There's a timer there to just um, set some bells so that you can do your own sitting meditation or there are teachers on there that do guided meditations and there are courses and things too and a whole community of meditators all over the world. Freaking phenomenal. Okay. What do you do to take care of you? Maybe it's not meditation, although, man, you got to try it. It's the best thing ever. Anyway, my, my little bias, <laughs> maybe you like to um, do those cool like coloring things, those adult coloring books. Maybe you watch funny movies. Maybe you sing. Maybe you go for bike rides or maybe you garden or it doesn't really matter what that thing is. Be intentional. And I even encourage you to keep a list of those things because, man, 
God knows when I'm in a really dark space, it's, it's kind of difficult for me to remember what feels good to me. What are the things that I can do to take care of myself? So keep a list nearby. Top three, top three things, top three go-tos that um, I'm going to use the next time the shit hits the fan. The next time I'm blown over like that bamboo. Speaking of which, nice segue into this bamboo picture. Now I want you to picture this, okay? When bamboo is hit by hurricane force winds, okay, it lays over on its side. Now, I'm thinking about this because I just spoke with a coaching client today who um, emailed me because today's her transfer and she's been, oh my God, she's been cultivating some peace in her life and she's been rather Zen um, over the last couple months. And today it hit her that she's having this transfer and it's this imperfect scenario and she emailed kind of freaking out stating, I thought I was Zen. I thought I was over this. I thought, right. That's not necessarily a bad thing. When you are freaking out, the noticing that you're freaking out is awesome. When you are being the bamboo, it does not mean that you are all just fine, just chilling, all like hanging out, everything's fine. Yeah, this hurricane force winds hitting me. I don't care. It's no big deal. You do freaking care. It's painful. (laughs) It sucks, dude. This does not mean none of this be the bamboo stuff means that you don't feel terrible. Sometimes it means that you move through it with ease, much easier than had you resisted. That is the ultimate goal here. So I just jumped on a call with her and, you know, worked through some changing mindset stuff. But it really is, you know, accepting that sometimes things just feel shitty. They just feel horrible. And when you're able to accept that and um, know that part of being Zen is feeling those feels, then you can move through it much easier, much even faster, and which with greater ease and gentleness and compassion towards yourself and even others, and things just shift overall. So when you see that picture in your in your in your head, this imagery of bamboo being hit by hurricane force winds, it is bent over almost touching the ground, sometimes actually touching the ground. And even when the winds pass, the bamboo doesn't just boop right back up. That's not how it works, right? Bamboo creeps up. It slowly, slowly uprights itself until it's fully upright again and growing like crazy. So the same goes, this is the same image that I want you to have for you. You are not expected to recover at the drop of a hat. You are not expected to not fall over at all. You're not expected to not feel pain. You're not expected to be ultimately um, comfortable with crap and terrible things coming your way. That's not what any of this is about. You're not expected to be rainbows and unicorns thinking positive all the time. It's not that. It's just owning that shit happens and you can move through it with ease. Kind of like riding a wave. You know, if you're a surfer, you deal with all kinds of 
ups and downs and ins and outs when on a surfboard. So I want to do a um, brief meditation today around um, being the bamboo, around handling tough situations with all of the pain and honoring it. So wherever you are, if you can take a deep breath. And if you're comfortable and safe, close your eyes. And I want you to identify one really negative thought that you've had today or in the recent past. And really hold on to that thought. And I want you to repeat either out loud or in your mind, I have had the thought that, and insert your thought there, and it's okay. One more time. I have had the thought that and it's okay. Right now, I practice honoring this thought. I practice honoring this thought. I'm allowing the thought to go. I am allowing the thought to go. I am peaceful. I am compassionate. I am capable. I am like the bamboo. I encourage you now to think of new I am thoughts that resonate with you in whatever way moves you towards your optimal fertility. And with that, another deep inhale and exhale. And flutter your eyes open, maybe wiggle your toes and your fingers. Come back to the room where you are. And I thank you again for joining me today. If you haven't joined the newsletter as of yet, I encourage you to do so. I am updating very soon the opt-in, the free gift that you get for uh, signing up to my newsletter. It's going to be an entire fertility meditation kit. So you'll have a lot of good information on there around setting up your meditation space, how to actually do this, and it's all for free. So may as well sign up right now. The opt-in is a free meditation. All of those on my newsletter will automatically get 
the new free opt-in once it's uploaded to the site. So um, you will get a couple of free gifts. So also, um, if you get a chance, I would great, 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 greatly appreciate some feedback on um, iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Please leave a rating. It, it helps with other people who want to hear the good content that you get here and the um, fantastic um, insights and good skills just to use in your daily life dealing with infertility. Oh, and something else new. I have often said to you, you feel free to email me with your comments or questions. Um, and on my website now, there is a link that says, Ask Dr. Maria. So you are free to um, click on that on my website, drmariarothenberger.com and ask me anything that you would like. Um, I either email you back or I can answer on this podcast and I will let you know either way. Um, for this episode, uh, just go to Dr. Maria Rothenberger slash episode 027 and you will be directed to the show notes and everything, all the other resources that I talked about on this podcast today. Thank you so much for joining me and may your miracles be on their way to you. I'll see you next time. Be well. In recent days, temperatures have begun to drop and the weather has become noticeably colder. With the recent increased cost of energy bills, the days ahead will remain challenging for many. It's important we all stay warm and well through these colder periods. Support is available, and there are a range of government measures to lessen the financial impact on households. If you're struggling with bills, support, information and advice is available through MABS, alone, and the Commission for Regulation of Utilities. Be sure to check the information at gov.ie forward slash reduce your use. Brought to you by the Government of Ireland. We're sorry to inform you of yet another delay. No, not the train this time, it's John. He's delayed getting his eyes tested. If he's accidentally sat in your lap, knocked over your suitcase or kissed you instead of his wife, we can only apologise. John has now been informed that eye tests and glasses from the 69 euro range at Specsavers are free with PRSI or medical card. So there's no need to delay booking an appointment. Find out more at specsavers.ie. John, can you get off my lap? <laughs>